it's Ronnie Davis, and you're listening to Eating More, the place to be if you want to learn how to stop eating in ways that make you feel like crap, if you want to end the weight and food war, and start reimagining healthy eating and living. We'll show you how to change your mind, your food world, and your life with less doing and more being. week this has been you guys so normally I have these podcasts written recorded and scheduled to be released on like Tuesday or Wednesday I do I do them on Tuesday or Wednesday and then I just schedule them for Thursday I don't know why I picked Thursday to release them it's just randomly picked a day but this week it's like three it's almost 3 30 Thursday afternoon and I'm still just trying to get this recorded now um because this has been a week you guys so you may or may not already know this, but I am actually coming to you from Nova Scotia, Canada, which, as I'm sure you've probably heard, um, you know, was hit with a horrific act of unspeakable violence earlier this week. And I am unbelievably grateful that nobody I know personally was involved, but still, let me tell you that this week has been heavy. The tears have been plentiful and um you know it's been it's been tough the grief and the pain in the air is palpable and my heart has has just been aching for you know what the people of our province has been going through this week and it's you know it's it's made it tough to focus on work or being productive because it's just so heavy so you know with that said I I really wanted to offer if if you've been feeling the same way or you know whether you know somebody that was affected or you don't um, you know before I even say anything else I just really want to to say that you know what we're with you like my heart is with you we're we're all we're all feeling feeling the grief um, and I, I just want to send love, so very, very, very much love and support. Um, so, but, you know, all of that is to say that it's it's been a tough week here, and I have not been super f- able to focus on work, and on top of that, it's been a busy work week because I'm also busy trying to prepare for the FemPower event that I'm co-hosting with the Straight Area Chamber tomorrow. Um, so, you know, I'm just, I feel like I'm late getting this written and recorded today and I feel myself putting pressure on myself about that. And it's silly because it's really only just a judgment I'm making based on what I usually do. You know, I've decided that they're supposed to be released on Thursday and they're supposed to be recorded on Tuesday. And so if it doesn't happen in exactly that order, you know, you start, we start pressuring ourselves with all of this stuff. But the reality is it's still technically Thursday, so I'm not actually late. And so anyway, with all of that said, today we're talking again food and emotions and awareness and what we do with food when emotions feel icky. I was chatting with a friend the other day and she commented on feeling a little judgy towards herself for how much she's, you know, how much extra she's been eating lately. She said that she's fully aware that she's eating her emotions. And she feels like she should be better at managing them without food. 
Now I'm paraphrasing the gist a little bit, but um, that you know that was kind of basically it. And we are so good at that, aren't we? Judging ourselves, even when we think we've gotten better at not doing it, <laughs> we still find ways to do it. And because I know that there are probably millions of others feeling the same way, I wanted to share with you what I told her. So as somebody who spent the better part of 30 years feeding emotions, I did not learn to stop judging myself for it or trying to stop, trying to force myself to stop doing it. I learned to stop in part by recognizing that feeding emotions or eating for reasons other than hunger aren't always bad things. And even if we're doing them in ways that don't make us feel good, judging ourselves for it only makes it worse. So give yourself grace. So very much grace and then even more grace. I talk a lot about making choices for ourselves from a place of love and kindness and nurturing. And, you know, that's really what my work is all about. Changing, I really, really want to change the way that our culture approaches how we eat. Because right now it is all fear, guilt, and shame-based. The entire diet, weight loss, and even the health and wellness industry have really been built upon those things. Have you noticed that? Fear of being bad if we eat the bad things. Fear of the bad things not being good for our bodies. Fear of not um, you know, being good enough with food. Fear of not being healthy enough. Fear of disease. It's just, there's just so much fear and guilt and shame that comes with it, with it all. It's completely sold us on living our lives from a place of those things, you know, fear-based decisions for our bodies. But none of those things are healthy, nor do they result in positive outcomes when they're the driving forces behind our choices, right? Living and making choices from a place of fear, guilt, or shame is actually really destructive to our physical and mental health. That's one of the reasons that I am so passionate about changing the way that we approach it all from one that's fear, guilt, and shame-based to trust, kindness, and love-based. And because I know that the diet culture and the weight loss and um, health industries are, have so f- heavily programmed us to believe that one way to eat and live is good and the other way is bad, I am fairly sure that when I talk about making choices that are based on kindness and love and trust and all those things, that a lot of people could easily mistake my messaging to think that I mean that means never again eating anything that's bad or never again eating for reasons other than physical hunger, right? Because we've been taught that eating things are bad or reasons for eating for reasons other than hunger are not the kind loving choices, that couldn't be farther from the truth. And that's not what I'm talking about when I talk about making kind and loving choices. Making kind, loving, and nurturing choices for ourselves has very little to do with what's actually on our plate or when we eat. Because it's not about that external minutiae. It means honoring what we need and giving ourselves grace when sometimes we feel like we're not measuring up to what we think the ideal image of strength and health and perfection should be. It means connecting with ourselves. It means creating awareness around why we're making the choices that we're making. What need are these choices filling right now? What do I need most right now? 
for my mental health, for my emotional health, for my physical health. It means trusting ourselves to know what we need, to know what's best for our bodies, for ourselves, based on how we feel and how we're experiencing life in our bodies. So learning to just be with, emo- with normal emotions can be tough enough on a good day, guys. And right now, most people are trying to manage some pretty overwhelming, monstrous-sized emotions, probably way beyond anything they've ever experienced before. So kind, loving choices come from a place of understanding that it's okay if sometimes what you're feeling just feels too big to be with on your own. Think of food like a hug or a friend holding your hand in those cases. It just gives you a little bit of extra support when you need it the most. It's human to need help sometimes. And it's also human to lean on food for that help sometimes. So sometimes in the moment, eating the cookie or whatever your food of choice is might be the kindest choice that you can make for yourself. Now, for me, the distinction lies between whether or not our choices are consciously being driven from kindness and support in such a way that they're making us feel a little bit better or from a place of fear, shame, and punishment, and they're making you feel worse. Now, how do you know the difference, you might be wondering? That's a great question. The same way we learn everything, by going inside, by connecting with ourselves, by asking questions and waiting for answers. So if you notice that you're eating more than usual and you're feeling a little bit judgy of yourself for it, maybe, you know, maybe you're also worried about weight gain. First, notice yourself worrying about weight gain and remind yourself to let that go because if you're a stress eater, it's only going to add to the triggers that are driving you to want to eat. So simply notice when those thoughts occur and remind yourself, that's not helping me right now. Let it go and relax. It takes practice, so you have to keep doing it. It does not a one-time only fix. You've got to keep practicing it, but always notice, remind yourself that's not helping and relax. And then before you eat, especially if you're already aware that you're not physically hungry, pause and just go inward. Notice, what was I just thinking about? Do a body scan from head to toe and ask yourself, what am I feeling? Where am I feeling it? What do I actually need right now based on how I'm feeling? Explore those questions a little bit through your emotions, right? Like, what feels like I need it more? Does it feel like I just need some help and support from food to get me through this? Or does it feel like I really just need to sit with this by myself for a minute in some calm? which feels like the kinder choice right now and just be still with yourself and honor your emotions or in in whatever way that feels right for you if they feel way too big and overwhelming then do what you got to do to to manage them you know maybe eating that thing will actually make it feel a little bit better and give you what you need to get through it Maybe they're not that big and overwhelming and sitting with, you know, and eating that thing will make it feel worse. And sitting with your emotions will actually make you feel better. The key is asking those questions and knowing that there is no wrong answer. Your heart will guide you to what you actually need. Now, 
I want to leave you with a short exercise that can help give a concrete way to pause and look at your needs in a given moment, similar to what I was just describing. So you're going to sit up as straight as you're able to. You're going to gently close your eyes down. And you're going to start with just a few minutes of concentration to just kind of settle yourself. So you're just going to you know, start to concentrate on what's going on in your body, what's going on in your head, what's going on emotionally for you right now. And you're going to pick a location in your body where you sort of feel something, right? Just notice in your body where you feel a sensation and tune into those sensations with your breath for a couple of minutes. And then bring to mind a recent situation, you know, maybe that you found difficult or painful. Certainly the events of this week have provided enough of those to, um, you know, bring up. Without falling too far into the story that you're telling yourself about whatever situation it is, acknowledge how the experience feels in the present moment. With the memory and the experience present in your consciousness, ask yourself what you needed in the moment. Focus on the general emotions like compassion, understanding, insight. And with that difficulty, what would have helped you? When a need pops up, say to yourself, like acknowledge it and say, you know, I needed whatever it was. I needed a hug. I needed love. I needed support. I needed, um, you know, whatever whatever comes up for you and continue to tune into other needs, really pausing and acknowledging each one as they pop up. After a few minutes, turn your awareness to your experience right now in this present. Again, refraining from stories and from goals and all of that stuff, just simply ask yourself, what do I need right now? Let go of thoughts about getting stuff done completing tasks or pleasing anybody else, let that crap go. Focus on your deeper needs of care, of nurturing, of love, patience, or whatever is true for you in this moment. And in wrapping up this exercise, reflect on your own capacity to meet those needs. Can you do something to meet those needs right now? Are there any needs that you have that are not within your power to fulfill. And again, always finish off with love, with, with self-compassion, with patience, with kindness. Purposefully set an intention to send those things to yourself. And if you need the cookie, sometimes you just got to eat the cookie. <laughs> I hope that helps give you a little bit of peace today. Um, and again, we're doing the FemPower Nutrition and Trying Times event tomorrow. That's April 24th. It will be an online event. It is free through the Straight Area Chamber of Commerce, and you can find links to it all over my social medias and all over the Straits page as well. It will be noon tomorrow, Atlantic time. Um, and so you can, again, you can find places to register all over social media for me and the Straight if you'd like to join us for that. If you're listening to this before it starts, of course, again, it is a free event. If you're able to make it, I would love to see you there. And if not, that's all I've got for this week. And I hope the rest of your week finds you 
well and finds you peace. You've been listening to Being More with Ronnie Davis. Thanks for tuning in. To learn more about embodied cognitive eating training and access free resources, visit www.ecet.online.